Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. It is Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. It's me, Drika Carter, here bringing you another Wednesday where we bring you women winning in their industries. Today, we're going to have Shavana from the Bougie Well Group on. Be So be sure to tap in with us today, and I hope you enjoy what we have to offer. Thank y'all for stepping in. Please tag some entrepreneurs. Get them in the room. They don't want to miss this lunchtime live. Hey, Shavana. Hello. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. I can. Okay. How okay. are you today? I'm good. It's it's Wednesday of a short, long week, but we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? It's like a weird week because Monday right. throwed us off, so Tuesday was really Monday, but... It was funny because I'm off right. on Mondays anyway, so it really didn't affect me, but it kind of affected me. <laughs> My daughter's supposed to be getting her hair braided, and the lady was like, Wednesday, and I was like, okay, cool. And then this morning, I was like, dang, today is Wednesday. I ain't took it out and watched it. This week completely threw me all Flew the way. Flew by, hey, yes. we're here. <laughs> we are here. It's Wednesday, right. so I was just introducing you um every wednesday each and every wednesday we bring on entrepreneurs that are winning in their industry and i see you winning in the field of christian and finance right so how did you come about can you tell us who you are what you do in the name of your company sure of course so um my name is shivana perkins i am the founder of the bougie wealth group um as you heard i am a wife of one husband because i can only take one husband a mom of two kids a six and a three-year-old a sister a friend um i am a certified financial educational instructor i'm currently um in school now to become a certified financial planner so that i can help a little bit more with the investments the wealth and the retirement and i just um authored my newest book which is behind me i'm too blessed to be broke breaking the poverty mindset yes. in the church and so and I talk about it in my book. I grew up in the church. Like, I was one of those who was, like, my mama was in the church when, you know, she was pregnant with me. And when I came out, that was all that I knew. Um, and so I was, um, I'm here located in North Carolina. I was um, born in Connecticut, but moved down to North Carolina where my family is at. And it's um, one of the, where I was raised is one of the poorest county counties out of you know, 100 in North Carolina. Most people are, you know, familiar with like the Charlotte and the Raleigh area. But I come from like the East Coast, which is Bertie County. Um, like I said, in 2019, it was the poorest. And so what I couldn't understand was, hey, we're all in church and we're preaching all of this about, you know, how good God is and how much God has. And we shouldn't, you know, have to worry about anything. But I'm like, why are we always broke? Why are we always <laughs> poor? Is it a right. mindset thing? Like, is it, you know, is this really true? And so I really started digging deeper with my financial background. And then, of course, with me um, going off to college and leaving kind of that level of poverty, I really had to change my mindset. And so between that and then really getting to know God for myself and understanding the relationship, it hit me one day. And I'm like, I'm too blessed to be broke. Like, yes. you know, God is not broke. God has everything. So why am I living a broke lifestyle? And so that's when I begin dissecting, you know, is it my mindset? Do I have a plan in place? Do I really understand the importance of giving? Do I understand how to set financial goals? Um, and so that's kind of where that framework came from. And like I said, because 
Um, unfortunately, in the church, we've been taught and misquoted the scripture in Second Timothy that money is evil, mm. when it in fact says that the love of money is evil. The love, love of money. Love is the action word. Yes. Right? And so money is neither good or bad. It's basically, you know, our actions towards money, how we spend money, what we do with that money. When we begin to put money and greed over people that's when it becomes evil and so for a long time we were taught in the church that money is evil leave it alone if you're rich if you're doing well if you're wealthy that means you're doing something you're doing that something God wrong pleased with. right exactly mm-hmm. and that is not the case and so that is what i'm really trying to break that mindset around that and really pushing us to our place of wealth that i know we deserve and that the bible says that we can have i love it i love it that's deep too show us the book let us see the book Yes. And where can we find the book? So you can find it on Amazon. If you type in Shavana Perkins, you'll find the book. You'll find it's a journal that goes along with the book. So once you're done with the book and you're like, okay, I really want to explore some of this mindset stuff that I learned. Even the book gets down into, you know, how to budget, how to do financial plans. And ironically, I have a story from life before every chapter so it's actually pretty entertaining as well and you can also find my workbook which is a step-by-step workbook so you can find that on amazon you can also find it um on my website which is um the bougiewealthgroup.com and then if you just want to order the book and journal we still have our pre-launch page up which is just shabanaperkins.com and that just basically takes you to the information about the book okay so let's talk about the bougie wealth group Yes, I was excited just hearing the name, but like going through your page and looking through your form, I was like, oh, she combines faith and finances. So we definitely have to talk. And then, of course, your angle is wealth, like helping everybody get wealthy. So let's talk about the Bougie Wealth Group. Yes, so the Bougie Wealth Group was created to basically help women live their luxurious lifestyle because, I mean, that's what a lot of us like is the nice stuff. And so not having to, you know, bother with, you know, okay, well, do I have a plan in place? Am I doing this? I'm doing that. Comfortably living that. So I like to take women through the step-by-step steps of setting a budget, creating financial goals. And then once you kind of understand what it is that you want to do, being able to sustain that wealth because the biggest thing is a lot of people it's like oh if i can just get money here and get money there but we don't want to be rich for a moment we want to sustain it and keep it and so because a lot of people are like well i want to get into investing well that's good but do you even know how much money that you can invest afford to invest right exactly have you you invested before have you consulted with an expert not just asking like i have people ask me all the time hey what should i invest in i know what's the right investment for me i know what has worked for me and and life is not a just plug and play right so i don't really believe in the cliche things when everybody's teaching oh this one size fits all trick to to wealth because there is no one size fits all trick to wealth there are some recession proof industries that you can penetrate but there is no one size fits all to-do list to get to wealth there's things that right. you need to do there's things that you need to release in order to get to wealth but you know what i'm saying the one size fits all method exactly i really try to exactly. stay clear yeah and a lot of people think you can just jump in and i made a post on monday i was like there's five stages to money management you got of course like your your earning or making your spending your saving your investing and then your maintaining 
And I feel like each person has to figure out where it is that they're at in that cycle and then move from there in order to really create their plan, as you said, that works for them. Correct. Um, And so that's kind of where the Bougie Wealth Group came from because um, I always like nice things. And I was never going to sacrifice, you know, nice things. And I had to really understand, okay, what do I need to do in order to make sure I'm leaving a legacy to make sure my family is good to make sure that, you know, from my financial plate is good, but mm-hmm. still be able to afford those nice things. And of course, growing up in the small town, I was sometimes called bougie because of the things that I liked. And, you know, if you like this over this, it's like, oh, you bougie. And it's like, well, no, I just actually <laughs> like nice things. Or there's a particular something that I actually like. It doesn't necessarily make me bougie, but okay. I mean, hey, it's not a bad word. And so that's kind of where the play on words came from saying, you know, hey, if I'm going to be bougie, I'm going to be bougie and wealthy. And hey, we're going to stack these coins. Yes. So. so is your target just women or mainly women or just Christians? So women and Christians, but before the Bougie Wealth Group got started, um, it was my husband and I helping couples. And that's, I think, where our true ministry is. Um, He's in real estate. And of course, I had the finance degree and stuff like that was working in finance. Literally, that's all I've done all my life. Yes, that's a team. So. (laughs) Right. And so people, we found out that our friends were coming to us and couples were like, hey, if you can help me get my finances in order, he can help me get a house. And we were like, oh, okay." And after about 10 couples, we were like. Oh, we, we're on to we something got a thing here. <laughs> exactly and so he's gone more to the real estate and me more to the financial piece and it's funny because we're finally bringing the couple's um piece back to it the end of it's october 28th we're actually planning an event it's called money sets and marriage it'll be here in okay. the raleigh area and so it was it's presented by the bougie wealth group but we really want to get whether you're dating engaged married or what we want to get couples in the room to talk about the biggest issues in marriage which is money and sex wait wait so it's so funny i just was in riley maybe two weeks ago literally was in riley i had i had an, an event there um, we talked about trucking, talked about the pros and cons of recession-proof industries, mm-hmm. taxes, Airbnb, um, wholesaling cars, um, just entrepreneurship struggles, wow. you know, like everything. And there was like a mastermind, myself and all things financial, which is located there or in the Goldsboro area. And um, right. it was just so much good, great feedback. And then I did hear that Riley was bougie too. So I just had to throw that out. I was like, oh, they was like, oh, you staying there, Riley? Oh, Riley is the bougie area. I was like, I like Riley. I think Charlotte is a little bit more bougie than Riley, but we're going we gonna to keep it at We're going to digress, right? Right. And so we have a licensed couple therapist that's on the panel. We have a sexologist that's on the panel. We have a um, couple uh, marriage motivator that's on the panel. We're going to have good food, music, all of that stuff. So I like this. And you know, that's that. my birthday, October. That's three days after my birthday. Okay, okay, I'm an October baby too, so I'm October the 8th, so. (laughs) Okay, but you're not a Scorpio, see? I'm a Libra. (laughs) See, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, what was, did you work, did you always go full-time entrepreneurship or did you work like half and half? I was a nine-to-five and I started my business. So, So, actually, I am still hybrid, um, 
So I've been working in the financial industry since I graduated from college, which was 2009, I think. Um, but yeah, so I'm still there and I'm trying. So my degree is in accounting IT. And so I work for, um, I've always worked for a bank in the IT department, dealing with finances and reports and all that stuff, analysis and stuff like that. And so I just knew this year was going to be the year that I broke out and went full time with my business. Right. We're going to try again next year because they threw, a few, they threw a few promotions at me and a few salary increases. And I'm listen, like, listen, let me let me stop you right here. First of all, I was hybrid for a very long time. I've been I've had quarter capital for nine years. That was my this is my longest business. Right. I've opened businesses, closed businesses, started something new, stopped something. So, right. right. But quarter capital has been my longest business and it's been nine years. I worked hybrid for six of those years. Since 2018, this is about to be my fourth year being full-time entrepreneur. And when I tell you I've been able to put 100% into my business, I'm not telling you quit your job. You you know when it's yeah. time. You know God's going to tell you when it's time. But I'm just letting you know that you will never put in 100% of the work if you're still right. splitting yourself in half. And that's what I was doing. I literally was going to work, but... My heart wasn't there. I was just going there, passing time. I was on salary. I used to be on the phone with my husband half the time. He was driving. You know, like, he was way more flexible than me. So I just had an earpiece in my ear. I was, you know, always just continuing to, you know, show up for the job and not show up for myself. So I urge you, if that's something that you want to put 100% in, Go for it. Go for throttle. Do the 2 a.m.s. Stay up all night. Invest in the coaches. But also set yourself up to leave and not have to go back. Okay, so like I was saying, you'll never be able to put in 100% on your business until you fully commit to an exit a exit strategy from getting away from right. their business. Because right now, you're building up their dream, right? But right. who's building up your dream? And if you work in part-time in your business and full-time in their business, you know you need to swap it out. Right. So you need to start making plans right. to exit their business <laughs> and go full-time in your business and go yes. full throttle with y'all ministry, right? Like that, you have something big. The Bougie Well Group, the area that you're in, like you can really niche down, especially with couples. Like you said, sex and money. Two main factors right. why people get divorced. Infidelity, right? People not making enough money. Somebody growing at a faster rate than the other. The man not being a man or the, the woman not right. respecting the man as being a man. Because truth be told, right, we, we big dogs now. At first, <laughs> women had to just sit down and shut up. Now we talk right. back and we, we talking back and we got our own bags now. So, sir, right. you know what I'm saying? And that's the energy we right. give. Let's let's be real. This is the world we live in. So a lot of times men either have to step it up. The dating scene, I have a lot of single friends. They always talking about, you know, this man have to have this, 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 and this. The girls not wait not not dealing with potential anymore. Right. They're right. not exactly. waiting. Because they can they've they've built their own tables. They've been single mothers, right. they've been strong, they've they've built their own wealth. Right. They're making six figures, right. they're making seven figures from exactly. home. 
So and they got their own house with three cars in the garage, and it's just them and their kids. So, <laughs> so what you bringing to the table? Because I don't have time right. to sit down and and you question me like it's an interview at a date. They they don't have time. They they want something right. genuine. They don't want you scrolling on their page and figuring out what they like through memes and come and do it. And then you really a monster on the inside. They don't want that. That's exactly. not it's not a wealthy lifestyle. We talking wealth, right? Let's get wealthy. Let's exactly. get wealthy. You talking to two exactly. married women? I'm sure it hasn't been easy for you and your husband. How long mm -hmm. you been married? Ten years. Ten years. I'm coming up on eight. So I'm a, I'm still what newlywed, right? I ain't even make a decade yet. So <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all, y'all. And I talked about this in the book. Like we've been through like in year three of our marriage, job losses and stuff like that. And it was like, oh, so this is what we got to look forward to. But because we had a plan in place and we had started talking about finances at an early stage, and I knew exactly what he wanted, what he wanted to do, and he knew what I wanted. It was literally a breeze. And it was actually through the time that he lost a job that we actually play, paid off quite a bit of debt because we had a good amount of savings. And so when he did start working, it was just like, okay, well, you know, what are we going to do with this now? Because we don't have even as much debt as we had before. Right, right. And that's the good thing, too. I focused on getting rid of our debt. I focused on getting our credit right because, like I was saying earlier, I had another interview and she was asking me about building wealth. I said it was important to me once I started seeing like the value of money. At first, I just used to make money and blow money. You know, in my younger, in my 20s, I just made money, blew money. Um, you know, was just living very irresponsibly. And I was like, I shouldn't be doing the same thing that I did in my 20s and my 30s, right? I shouldn't be doing the same thing in my marriage that I was doing when I was dating. I shouldn't do the same thing in my business that I did right. on the job. If I'm inconsistent at a job, if I'm coming late, if I don't care about my work ethic, if I don't care about the team camaraderie, if I don't care about my energy yep. when I go to work, if I don't care about the customer or this job's mission, I'm not going to care when it comes to my business. I'm going to have right. that same attitude. I'm going to have that same on and off switch. I'm going to come to my business late. I'm going to not show up at my office. Mm -hmm. I'm going to not show up at appointments. I'm going to not be consistent. I'm going to shy away from social media. I'm not going. I'm never going to grow. I'm going to be stagnant in business. You can make money, but then you're going to be stuck right there. You'll never be able to scale because you're still in that solopreneur <laughs> mentality or you're still in that hustle mentality. It's a major shift coming from solopreneur <laughs> Uh, coming from just entrepreneur, just think about the idea first. It's a major shift right. from coming from entrepreneur to, all right, now you're really in the trenches. You're really getting it in. You're thinking about your business. You're thinking about your business as a business, exactly. as a corporate entity, as in adding people onto your team, as in adding systems and as in, okay, what's my exit plan? What's my exit strategy? Am I building a legacy? Am I passing it down? Does my business die when I die? Am I protecting my business am i putting it into trust and iras and investing am i making my money make more money for me or am i just balling for the internet right what we doing what we doing what we doing we gotta get serious what are we doing with our time with our money all of that is wealth time is wealth if you're spending your time on classes and master classes and networking events and journaling and self-care Okay, what's the end result of that? What are you expecting to happen as a result of you doing all of these things consistently? Not just doing it one time, not just doing it for the ground, not just doing right. it for real, but right. doing it for real. 
<laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Right. For real, and man. That goes I, back to what I said earlier when we were talking about sustaining wealth, because a lot of people, like you said, they just want to get it, and once they get it, they're like, okay, I'm good. And it's more to just getting it and going. It's yep. Getting it and keeping it, maintaining it, and growing it. So. Yep, it is. Sustainability is the key. A lot of people say that making money is the key, but sustaining and managing money exactly. is the key. Sustaining and managing. Another thing is you can start a business today and not want to do it later on. So what's your exit strategy to get out of that business? Right. You don't just close a business and figure out what else you're going to do. That's not real entrepreneurship. We have a light bulb. We have an idea. We have to execute and, and get bring the vision to life. That's what an entrepreneur does. But when you become the CEO, you bring the vision to the team and the team got to run the play. Right. You got to think big. You got to think big. Right. She was like, you always have to have an exit plan with your uh, business. And even with that, that means, even if that means selling it off. If a billionaire was to come yes. to you today and say, hey, I want to buy your business. How much can I buy it for? What's the valuation? What's the What's the, right, exactly. You need to already have all come of that on. ready and be okay with it and be okay with starting something else if that's what you want to do or, you know, moving on to something else. So Come on, listen valuation y'all type valuation in the comments if you don't know what valuation is you need to go look it up and figure out what's the valuation of your business if you built a six figure or you have a six figure seven figure billion dollar idea in your head right now and you just don't know how to execute it or you have you down to your last somebody sent me a, a post the other day and was like you down to your last five thousand dollars what you doing for one i'm investing in an event an event that's going right. to put me in a space of the people who are going to value what I'm about to do. Exactly. So and now I'm in front of my target audience. Now is my time to talk to my team and say, look, y'all, I'm about to go in here, close this deal. When I get back, <laughs> when I get back, you know how the coaches do the huddle in football. I don't, I don't really know football <laughs> like that, but I just I'm giving y'all the visual. When the coaches do the huddle in football, you go to your team and say, y'all, I'm about to run this play. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm about to close this deal. This is where I need y'all at. This is where I need y'all at. I need everybody in, in a position. And everybody got to go 10 hut. Right. And hit touchdown right. after touchdown after touchdown. If anybody fumbled, the team fumbled. You right. only as strong as your weakest link. Mm -hmm. Man, my pastor always say this. If you the smartest person in your circle... You need a new circle. Right. You know what I started doing? Getting a new circle. All that no new friends. All that no this, no that. That's childish. Especially in business. It's no friends in business anyway. It's no friends in business. It's no emotions in business. We're doing business. Even my friends on here, we do business with each other. But when we're doing business in that moment, we are not friends. Right. So and when we doing business, you can't too. talk to me crazy. When we doing business, you can't. We not playing. We not laughing. When we doing business, we signing these contracts. When we doing business, we we getting paid front end, back end, putting your your name in other rooms, putting my name in other rooms. This is a reciprocal relationship. When we doing business, when we doing friendship, I expect certain things too. But when we friends, we friends. Once we clock off, I got a lot of friends that work with me. I notice I don't say work for me. I have a lot of friends that work with me. Nobody works for me. We work together to get to our both of our end goal. If your end goal is to work for me for a little while and start your own, perfect. 
We're going to work together until you're ready to start your own. You know what I'm saying? We're going to grow together. Yeah. And that's what I mean by building wealth. Building wealth is a relationship. Building wealth is putting your time in, putting your efforts in. And it's reciprocity. Letting people know, hey, yeah. I, I expect for you to help me in this way. Or I need you to help me in this way. Not feeling like I just got to keep everything to myself. You're going to go crazy. Are y'all seeing all these celebrities committing suicide? Exactly. So money is not the problem. I was up at 2 I was up at 2 a.m. this morning watching a class from Sadidi Des and um Trishana. Mm -hmm. 2 a.m. It was a two hour class. I watched the whole thing. My husband looked up and said, You still woke? Why are you still woke? He like, you just got the fire, huh? You got the fire. I got the fire. So you already know. All right, I'm about to turn over and go back to sleep. You got the fire. You got the fire right now. I can't I can't do nothing about it. Because when I get it, it's something. Right. You know, you know, you're an entrepreneur. And you know. it's just start, right? Start rolling <laughs> and stuff. And you're like, uh-uh. I got to get this out. It's done. Yes. Y'all, don't let procrastination. Don't let money be the cause don't let none of this be the issue that stands in your way if you have an idea go with it grow with it build the community around it get people that believe in what it is that you're putting listen don p just popped in here he put me on the radio on a map every single day every time this man go on the radio and open his mouth he's saying drika he's saying carter capital he literally is one of the pillars that's making my my brand a household name he mentions it every morning on the morning show. I go on the morning show every Monday with him. That was an opportunity built off of a relationship right. from Instagram. From being social on Instagram. Like, so all that, I'm shy. Or oh, I don't right. want to, I don't like getting on live. And Not I don't want to. friends, as you said. <laughs> that's that's poverish. friends, it's, blo it's blocking your blessing. And it's so true because it's what I'm saying is, our counterparts, oh, they don't believe in no new friends. They go out on the golf course and they say, oh, by the way, so-and-so meet so-and-so. I think yep. you guys work good together. Oh, okay, perfect. And then they got a million-dollar empire in a matter of two or three days. Two minutes. Kids set, grandkids set. Just well, just passing well. I'm going to throw you the play. Listen, in, in my circle and half of my circle on here, we throw each other plays every day. We going out tonight to celebrate some of the plays that we just throw at each other like literally we this is how you really build wealth your community the people around you should be wealthy right i started airbnbs maybe what 10 that. 10 months ago half of my circle started airbnbs are about to get their airbnbs right now within 10 months it hasn't been a year i've mastered it my friend came in and systemized it and put that on top of Girl, we could speak well all day. We could do it. We could do it. Right. But I mean, I really want people to get out of their own head. A lot of times we've been our own way. A lot of times we're not charging enough. And we talk about it so much. But the price that you price yourself at is attracting that crowd. Is that crowd your target avatar? Is that crowd your target avatar? How are you going to build wealth? with $100 target avatars. If that's your tier one, 
if that's your you know let me just get to know you build my new like trust factor with this that's fine right, right? but then you should you should graduate them into another size product and then you exactly. should graduate them into a higher product my mentorship is ten ten thousand dollars that's not on my website you can't just click and pay the ten thousand <laughs> and boom i'm your mentor doesn't work right. like that it's a process i have to make sure that you're ready Exactly. You exactly. have to be prepared for what you're praying for. I know I know you heard that before. You have to be prepared yeah. for what you are praying for. You're praying for six figures, but you're messing up $10. You're praying for exactly. a team, but you catch attitudes with people. You're praying for a sisterhood, but everybody is a red flag. You don't want to talk to nobody. You're scared to be yourself. Right. Listen, I'm going to be myself. I'm going to be myself. You like it or, or not. Right. You want people to invest in your six-figure product, but then you won't even pay six figures for anybody else's product or to invest in yourself. So. That point. You're not even trying to invest in the coach. You're still trying to go to YouTube University and DIY right. everything in your business. No, ma'am. <laughs> right. No, ma'am. Sometimes you you holding yourself back because there's so many different yeah. people out here with the blueprints. We just hosted an event on Sunday that's still like trending, right? It was called Meet the Plug. And my friend Jamie curated it. It was all about systems and business and making sure that your business foundation is right. The structure, the systems, the financial. Ooh. I spoke on financial peace. We talked about mindset, mental wellness. We talked about building a routine. We talked about... um brand strategy we talked about marketing content mm. we talked about going viral everybody want to go viral we talked about <laughs> all of that right. all of that and people still giving each one of us feedback like man every i took something from everybody man we had people flew in from dallas new york atlanta drove from atlanta I recording of this. listen oh I'm glad you said that. Yeah, we're going to have a replay. So, we'll have replays. And guess what? I'm going to put some... I'm going to drop something else with my replay. So, stay tuned. The replay is coming. But, yeah, it was really, really good. But what else do you have coming up? Like, what's your Q4 looking like? What, are you in 2023 already? Because I know I didn't put some fire under you. And guess what? I'm going to be checking back on you. Because you said... You quitting that job next year. So we need a plan. We need a six-month yeah. plan. We need a one-year plan. We need an 18-month plan. Baby steps. Yes. Um, so as far as for me, I'm really I'm in contact with my next um, person now because I'm really seeing this money sets and marriage thing as a tour. Um, and so we'll probably okay. head into Charlotte soon. And then there's a few connections that I have in Atlanta as well. So trying to branch that out a little bit more because I can definitely see that getting bigger. Um, and so we'll be working on that. Um, I got a few additions of products that are coming and I'm preparing for. I'll probably release them. Um Black Friday, I don't know what we're going to see because there's a certain, like you said, audience, but I'm doing three courses. One is going to be for Christians um, and budgeting. One is going to be for women, and then there's going to be another one for couples specifically. And so okay. we're working, my team and I are working on the timeline for that and really getting that out um, to two to people. And so the book just came out in July. We're going to really finish pushing that and marketing that. And so that's really our biggest plan for the end of this year. And hopefully by 
listing. In March, I'll be a certified financial planner, and so that will open a lot more doors for me. But even now, we're still taking clients and, you know, helping people with their budgets and their finances and stuff. Yes, ma'am. So how can everybody find you? How can they follow you? Yes, so on Instagram and Facebook, the Bougie Wealth Group. And we do have a group on Facebook called the Bougie Budgeter. So come in, um, join that. It's a friendly community. Every Friday we do something called Spend the Will Friday, which I spend two wills, a high will and a low will, and that's how much we're saving for the week. And so that's just a good way for if you haven't started saving or if you just need, you know, some little extra encouragement to say oh, I like do that. that as well as you know motivation and stuff like that also we're going to start having what i started last year it's called the budget party and it's a time for people to come together it was music i told people to bring their own drinks it was virtually um and we really had someone to speak to us about different areas whether that was wellness whether that was you know mindset childhood trauma and then we actually worked on our budget for the next upcoming month and so that is actually going to start back in the group as well so the uh, group is the bougie budgeters um you can find that information on our website as well which is the bougiebuffgroup.com okay send me the info for money sex and marriage that's my birthday we already was looking for something to do and I have some married friends, so okay, I mean we have a couple couples that we really travel with. Okay. Um, so I'll pass the info on as well. But before you go, can you give us some wealth gems, some wealth tips on becoming wealthy? Sure, and I'm going to probably I'm going to say what I tell everybody. Um, a lot of us, as I said before, are so busy chasing. Okay, the money. How do I get the money? How do I spend the money? You know, all this stuff, investment stuff. But how you see money is how you spend money. So I always tell people that when it comes to money, they need to start with their mindset first. Their mindset is their foundation because, again, how you saw money growing up, things that were told to you as a child, your environment, right. that other stuff is going to affect how you spend money. It's funny, really quickly, I was with a couple mm-hmm. and they were talking about, you know, their future plans. The husband said, well, I don't want a big house because I associate a big house with my husband, I mean, my father who was a drunk and I used to have to go hide in the house. Meanwhile, the wife was like, I want, I want this a huge house, house. Mm-hmm. because I grew up in a two-bedroom with six siblings. So I want a big house. And it's the mindset, again, of how they saw stuff growing up, how they were raised that yep. affected how they Trauma. spend money and how they see things. Exactly. And so I always tell people before you say, hey, Lord, just drop a billion dollars on me right now. You need to understand your mindset and how you spend money so that when that time does come and as you said, being prepared uh, for the promise, you have an idea of how to spend that money. You know exactly what you're going to do with it because if not, you're going to end up in this never-ending cycle of blowing it and not really realizing what the foundation of your hurt and your trauma is and the reason why you spend money. Yes, financial trauma. That was Boris. I don't know if they heard you. They're a little (laughs) quiet. They know I don't play like that. They got to get up. But definitely thank you so much. Thank you so much. The Bougie World Group. Shout out to you. Too blessed to be broke. On Amazon now. Y'all visit ShavannaPerkins.com. And make sure you join the Bougie World Group on Facebook. And also follow her on Instagram. Thank you so much, Shavana. Have a great day. All right. Thank you. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye.